Good afternoon to you all. Welcome to it's Sunday Sessions, uh, the first one of the year, 3rd of January 2021. Happy New Year to you. Well, uh, thank you again uh, for joining me, joining us for our weekly time of exploring nature-centered folklore, connecting this within your favorite sanctuary space, and expressing inspired visions from your sanctuary, even though it might be cold at the moment, doing this through your poetry, your writing, arts, crafts, performance, and problem solving. Uh, today's Sunday Sessions is an introduction to Sunday Sessions 2021. So this is going to be a bit more casual than usual, but I've got some bits and pieces that overflowed from the last couple of weeks. And uh, I hope some guests will come uh, aside. If you look in the comments there, I've given you a, a link there that where you can uh, volunteer to come on live, especially for the panel a bit later. So take advantage of that. It makes it easier, gets you straight through. I'm now I'm taking a chance on this because I don't know who's going to come aboard. But you're welcome, and I hope you'll use that. I'm going to be adding a bit more about wassailing, uh, the apple tree blessings and other tree blessings. And soon will be the time when the uh, tree sap rises. Uh, we're going through a cold snap. A lot of you are going through a cold snap. But that will fade away later this month for most. It certainly will for us. And the trees will wake up. And we'll be considering uh, Epiphany uh, on the 6th of uh, January. And beyond the Christian setting of it, the ancient kind of, uh, what would you say, the ancient observance of what we call Epiphany. And uh, we've got a couple of delightful guests. Uh, they're not in the background yet, but hopefully uh, we'll see them a bit later. Uh, we got one person for our affirmations and good visions panel our two, first 2021 panel uh, to chat later it hasn't appeared yet but uh, please as I say volunteer and uh, I've got an easy link let's see if I can bring this uh, link up uh, for you at the moment um, this is what you come through and you can be an instant guest and we can have a good old chat on the panel uh, there it is for you join the panel and uh, I'll see you uh, in the off backstage uh, very soon. I hope one or two of you will uh, volunteer to join in for that. Um, now, our guests in this session, we're hoping for Sherry Murphy, but she's got Storm's internet on and off. And uh, so uh, she probably won't be here, but it was to share her wonderful service to the King book. I think I can bring up the cover for that uh, for you. Uh, there, there it is in service uh, to the king. Uh, sometime we'll get Sherry on. Um, if we can't, if she's not on live today, then I think in two weeks' time we might be able to get a chat on that. Um, but as I say, we're going to uh, talk about the sap. <laughs> There's listening for the sap to rise uh, through the tree, and I think you'll probably be doing that. And uh, later on, certainly talking about Epiphany. And the origins of the Maggie, which I find uh, quite uh, in very interesting myself. And uh, I'm hoping uh, we've tried a couple of weeks to get more about on with a couple more poems. I hope she can actually appear live a bit shorter. One person who I do know is going to be live 
uh, is uh, Claire Roach, because uh, I'm actually again uh, broadcasting here from Claire Roach's, and we're going to share. We're going to try and share a bit of a wassailing song. We're not going to be by an apple tree ourselves, although her sister next door has got some lovely vintage apple trees, but we couldn't really arrange the internet uh, and so forth. But after this, what we will do is perhaps do it again at Karakrori uh, in the week. Anyway, something to look forward to. So let's see, uh, who can I say hello to? Who is uh, here? Uh, good morning, Shell. And uh, we've always got this thing. Are you getting sound? Yeah, I hope you're getting sound okay. And uh, good morning, uh, happy new year to Shell there. Uh, we got Big Bear over on YouTube there. Good to see you. Thanks very much. And uh, we got Sandra Elizabeth Medium again. Good morning to you. And happy new year to all the people. Happier 2021. Uh, Brittany from Winnipeg, uh, happy new year. A blessed 2021 to you all. And the lovely Donna Johnson from New Mexico has crawled out of bed early as usual. Uh, to see what we've got to say and what we've got to share. Thank you, Donna, and all the best to you and your family there. So, lovely. Thanks uh, for being aboard. Uh, and, uh, right, uh, let's uh, move on here. Sorry, I'm kind of fumbling, as I often do. Uh, so, a bit about Sunday Sessions 2021. This is really the titling. What's going to be happening in Sunday Sessions 2021. And well, since last March, I've been doing these Sunday Sessions online because before learning how to stream a bit, um, we had Sunday Sessions at Karakrori Cottage and people would come round. And it was much like this. We'd, we'd go through a subject and uh, debate it. We'd have a bit of a panel. And then we got the Labyrinth Gardens, which I can't put the Labyrinth Gardens online very easily. I suppose there is a way but I haven't tried that. It's nice to actually be there breathing the things. And um, and then people would use that. They contemplate maybe what we've been talking about, contemplate something for themselves. And then we'd have uh, the snacks, afternoon snacks, and then we have a bit of a Kaylee. So it's a shame we can't bring all this online for you. But we've been doing this online. And the lovely thing is, of course, it's not just limited to the people who get to Karakrori. We've got you people all over the world. We've had you, a lot of people from the USA, uh, Canada, through Europe, Australia. I'm not sure. If we, yeah, we have had New Zealand and even one or two from South America, people from various places. So thank you for making this a bit more global, even though we can't touch and hug each other. So, And the whole thing, each episode is a constant new learning for me. And I'm grateful to have had the time to do that. But most of the session, uh, these sessions, they've been probably quite intensely informational. And I, you know, I go on over the hour because there's a lot I would like to present to you. But now for this year, I am to put most of this information into the she, water, and she folklore course. And so through this year, I'm making references to where you can view and read and listen to more on the subjects, because what I hope to do is slowly change these Sunday sessions into being more conversational with more guests, more live guests coming on. Hence the, uh, as I was showing you, the uh, free, they're making it easier for you to get on board uh, in, um, where is it? Please join. Uh, I've lost my link for that, uh, for you. That uh, Here we go. Here we go. Um, 
yeah, I, it's fine. I had the banner up for you to join the panel. That's the one we want. There you go. So grab that link. It's an ordinary browser, as I say to people individually. If you're tuning in on a mobile, uh, if you've got an iPad or an iPhone, just use the Safari. Chrome doesn't work. Use the Safari uh, Chrome browser, uh, the browser, the uh, the browser app, I should say. And if you're using an Android, uh, use the Chrome uh, browser app. And if you're on a laptop or a desktop, whatever your favorite browser is, it'll work. But there it is. And someone has tuned in. We got Cathal. Uh, we got uh, uh, he's been on before, and we've got him later. Hi, Cathal. Uh, I'll chat with you a bit later. So we got a guest. That's lovely. <laughs> so it's great to see. Uh, so as I say, more conversational. Uh, with a lot more than just me chatting, giving myself a bit of a rest, and people sharing what they're doing within their nature-based folklore elements of their life. Now this month uh, has an assortment of subjects coming up, and then February we're going to focus very strongly on water folklore through February. And March, because it's the peak of the tree planting time, uh, tree folklore. And then from April onwards, I hope we'll be much more conversational. And I look forward to more of you uh, being the guest. It's hard to tell when we'll actually have visitors live again at Caracrory on Sundays. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, with the COVID around, doesn't look like that's going to be before June anyway. And but I'll be glad when I can announce that we can combine this um, with the live Sundays. So these Sunday sessions online will continue even when we've got guests uh, for many more Sundays uh, yet. So I'm just going to have a check to say hello to who there's a few people who joined us. Hi, Margie. Uh, Happy New Year to you all there. And uh, Sharon, uh, lovely to have you. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, a lot of you YouTube people today. Jerry, hi. Hi from YouTube, lovely to see you. Thanks uh, for joining in. So, uh, yeah, we've got a bit of a variety. Is anybody coming over from Periscope uh, from Twitter? Uh, that'll be interesting. I'm going to try and get onto Twitch, uh, see uh, who would be interested there. I'll get around to that. Maybe that's a New Year's affirmation. Anyway, Maura, are you around? Maura Barrett, I was hoping you'd be here and um, we'd uh, have a poem or two from you, but we haven't got more here yet. Uh, so we'll move on. If um, if Maura turns up, we'll we'll get her on. And we got Cathal who will be sharing something with you soon. That's for sure. Now wassailing again, coming back to it because the wassailing, the real sort of wassailing season, the blessing of the trees, um, is it's next week, and it's. Uh, for a lot of people, it can kick off at Epiphany on the 6th, uh, some people for the 7th. If there wasn't so much of the COVID and people were grouping, it probably would have been the weekend after. And uh, really running through to about the 17th. And as I've said, it's something that's focused on anywhere where there's the growing of apples, definitely very much a tradition uh, in Somerset, the West Country of England, uh, Hereford, because Bournemouth is there, Herefordshire, Worcestershire is the same. And then, of course, because of the Bournemouth connection, we go to Tipperary around Clonmel, and it's something that's uh, been celebrated there. And they're reviving it a lot more recently. Wexford, a bit in uh, Waterford. 
and Scotland's getting back into it because there's more apple trees. And uh, there are species around Leitrim and Sligo, but they do bless the trees sort of quietly, but I don't think they know what the wassailing is. They don't have the Saxon influence. But um, anyway, apple tree blessing coming up with Epiphany. Uh, I think I should be starting to get some uh, pictures up now. Let's give you a little bit, because uh, people seem to like these uh, photo displays that I can bang up for you. So let's... Um, there we go. And, uh, well, I love this illustration, the tree blessings. Uh, I can't, I don't know who did that, but I thought that really ums up the idea of the uh, tree blessings. But here we go uh, with uh, the pouring of the cider on the roots. Uh, I think they've got some, uh, I think, yeah, if we look closely, I think you can see some talks that say, I'll be talking about that a bit later on. Um but uh, some people, as I say, uh, they'll be gathering in little, uh, as, with their family, really. Uh, but it's a shame the gathering's not happening. But do it doesn't mean you don't go ahead and bless your own trees. Go for the eldest one. Go for the eldest apple tree. It might not have the biggest harvest. But uh, if you've been reading up or hearing about how the trees talk to each other underground, we've talked about this on Sunday sessions. If you, get, if you keep the eldest happy, then it feeds through to the younger ones who are perhaps giving the uh, greater yields. Um, um, now, uh, there is a verse for roots, a verse for, a for the tree, and a verse for each other uh, in the wassailing song, because I was mentioning two types of wassailing song. One is almost like the trick-or-treat door-to-door, but the one I love for this time of year is where you group and you actually bless the tree. So you pour the cider for the roots, and you've got the bread, uh, of life for the tree, so that it gives a great yield. And then, of course, bless each other because it's all about your own good health. Now, Claire and I are going to have an attempt at giving you a bit of a uh, a wassling, a bit of a wassling chorus a bit later on. So that's something for you <laughs> uh, to look forward to. Um, let's have a look at some wassling people here. I love this illustration. There we go. I don't know if you can clearly see that. It's a lovely illustration of the apple tree above, and there it is. There's the roots showing uh, below. And this is another illustration I love with the deer, since we were covering deer mythology and deer folklore. Um, so there we go. I'm trying to control my buttons there. So bless your other trees too. Um, it's not just stuck to the... Uh, Apple, because the sap's going to be rising once we got this cold weather uh, away. Uh, sap's going to be rising on other trees. Uh, birch trees, for instance, towards the end of, uh, oh, it's more towards the end of February. And I showed the little girl with the stethoscope listening for the sap to come up. But this is what you can do. Um, tap into your birch trees, and the birch sap is great. People in North America uh, the north of USA and Canada, they'll be tapping their maple, something similar like that, uh, which is thicker. You get much more yield from maple than you do the birch. I haven't got a picture of it, but um, yeah, the um, we have sycamores that are quite a little bit close to the maple, and you can actually tap the sycamore trees and uh, get the soil. It's not bad. I don't think it's as good as the birch, but uh, and some person has actually gone into marketing 
uh, the, <laughs> uh, the birch syrup. There, there you go. It had to happen, didn't it? So uh, there you go for, uh, with that. Uh, maybe um, other trees, if you consider, maybe uh, special spring water, your local well, holy well, sacred well water for your hazel trees because hazel trees and their harvest is very important. And I have heard in the Mediterranean similar blessings using wine for berry bushes, plum trees, grapes. So that's another thing to consider uh, as the, all the trees are starting to awake uh, because that's what we're coming up to. Um, and, uh, and, of course, there's the spice bread to tuck into. They're hanging bread there, the idea of tucking the bread into the branches uh, to give the life of breath and the blessing to the branches there. Uh, now, the, Sherry, I'm sorry we haven't got you on. This was the point where we were going to actually have you on. So we're kind of skipping around. But hello, Sherry. I think you're tuned in somewhere there. And I uh, hope the stone storms are not uh, too wicked for you. Um, so apologies that uh, we lean on the guests. As I say, this is, uh, compared to the other Sunday sessions, is a very casual one. And uh, do volunteer. Uh, thank you, Big Bear likes the images. Thank you. And we got Paula from Nebraska. Happy New Year to you. And uh, I and Margie and I've covered all that. So I'll press off with what we got. Cathal's patiently waiting there. Thank you very much uh, for that. We'll get chatting with him. Um, so Epiphany, we better move on to Epiphany because this is what's coming up. Uh, with the... And... The other thing about Epiphany, and you might be familiar, people in Ireland, certainly southwest of Ireland, very familiar with this. Uh, the Nalgnaban, the, the woman's Christmas, the Nalgnaban. And uh, I love this is sort of an old illustration. Uh, it's a bit different to that now. Uh, or in Scotland, we've got the Nalgbeg uh, or the Nalgshun. Uh, just the old Christmas, because uh, the one thing in Scotland, it's not so much that way now, but it used to be most people, it would be down tours on Christmas Eve, lunchtime Christmas Eve, or maybe the day before. But that was the start uh, of the holiday. And in most jobs, even sh shops would close. A bit different this year. It's a whole different circumstance, obviously. But uh, the fishing, uh, most of the fishing, certainly the foresters, the builders, any sort of people industrial, it was down tours, but it's on the 7th of January coming up this week uh, is when they're back to work. So obviously they have the old Christmas celebrations, which happen on the 6th, and I'll be talking about that in a minute. But three wise men, that's the thing with the epiphany uh, for those Christian people among you. The It's when the three wise men, they followed the star, they followed their astrology, and they met Jesus, and there was, there was a whole big story around that, that if you uh, go to a Christian church, you'll know uh, very much about that. But, of course, these people, is they were obviously not Christian when we were going. They were, they were Magi. Uh, they were Zoroastrians, the, probably the oldest organized religion anywhere. I don't know if you've gone with the story of that. I, uh, I think there was a man, Zoro, something like that, it must have been about 2000 
BC was his time, and he went around with an idea of organizing some kind of doctrine for people to be very close to nature because he felt that the human's thinking was changing, that they were going to detach themselves uh, from nature. And this is 2000 BC. Um, so he was concerned about the competitiveness. So he put together a kind of religion, an order, a doctrine around thou must look after the land or something. And everything he did was with fires. It was very much fire symbolism. But he went around uh, what would be the equivalent of Iraq, Iran, uh, what became Persia later on. And I think he converted one person, according to the story. And so that was it. But uh, he, stuff somehow was written down because this is Babylonian times. In that area, they were scribing. And somehow uh, a Persian or an upcoming Persian king picked up on the teachings of Zorro and thought, oh, this is going to be useful. I think he probably would have had tension with negotiations uh, over tribal territories, something like that. But this was the first sort of monarch or an imperialism kind of person who, who thought, yeah, religion is going to help me out here because it's easier to convert people than it is to win them over in battle. So he picked up on the whole Zoroastrian and pushed it out to the people and uh, became fire ceremonies through the year. And probably if you're Zoroastrians, you could tell this better than me. But from what I gather, the Persian Empire kind of enclosed all this, more or less like Zoro had uh, predicted, that they enclosed the fire in buildings. So they had the sacred fire that they believed was pure in the buildings. So that became Persian culture. Uh, and at the same time, they were learning more of their astrology, alchemy, and all the stuff, the mystical stuff. Because they were really good at developing calibrations and understanding how to manipulate them and create mathematics, hence how they could follow the star. And from then, Islam came along, replaced the Persian way. The fire disappeared, and it became a prayer area instead. So... That's my interpretation of the Zoroastrians. So here we have the three Magi in uh, the Zoroastrian garb, the mystics, the astrologers, the alchemists, people, uh, mathemat mathematicians, scientists. And they could follow the heavens. Uh, they could chart them out, and they knew exactly where they were going. So this was the foundation probably of uh, navigation. And uh, many of the uh, traditions have uh, kind of turned this into a day of sharing cake. And if Sherian's bored, she loves uh, cake. So uh, uh, well, there we have uh, a cake there for uh, Epiphany coming up. And I like this one because I was talking about black bun. Here we go. We even have a round cake because you have round cakes uh, for well, – you're supposed to have round cakes, I think, for the Epiphany. And then you get a black bun type of thing in a round cake uh, kind of arrangement. And some people, because of the Magi, and, and they relate to them as the three kings, so you get this thing of the uh, king cake, as they call it. But as, as I'm sort of muttering out here, I think uh, what's behind this is a lot more than that. It's certainly a lot more than kings. We kind of think of kings as an easy thing. So sharing cake with tea. Uh, talking to the Magi is another one. Uh, I'll come up with this a bit later. Uh, 
It's the center of the women's little Christmas, the Nolignaban gathering. And, uh, and sometimes this cake that they have when the women get together on a, is uh, a circle. It's often, it's just like a wreath. Uh, so they have the symbolism of the circle wreath. And here's a lovely one that's easy to slice. Uh, so you have, that's the traditional. In the uh, Nolgan Buns now, they don't really, uh, they, I'm going to show you something of what they do now. But this is more the tradition to have like a wreath circular. It's obviously the symbolism of uh, the, there isn't beginning or end. We're just, this is part of the cycle and respect the cycle and be present in all of its parts. That's the way I interpreted that. Now, inside these cakes, whatever is served up with these women, what was originally done with tradition, now they give gifts to each other, but what was done beforehand was to actually have gifts in the cake. And uh, this is obviously a, a Jesus baby thing, but uh, the other one is coins, to have a coin in the cake. Now, uh, the point of that is, is you would think, oh, put that in for luck. People do this with Christmas puddings, and that's why things uh, come from that. But the idea in the cake there is whoever wins the cake that's got the, the prize, the gift, or what you would like to call it, they're going to be the hosts of the, uh, the women's gathering the next year. But nowadays, the gatherings tend to be in restaurants, cafes, hotels. But it was a homely thing. And in some areas, it may still be a homely thing. But on the arrival, uh, there is gift-giving, and I love this picture. Here's the variation. Instead of the three lads, there's the three women on the way to the Nolignaman, and they're about to give gifts. Uh, so there we go. We've, we've sort of cut through the genders on the, the three wise women this time, as well as the three wise men. Uh, around, um, so around the tea and cake, uh, they're gifting uh, each other, and porterhouse cake these days is a, a good tradition, and not a round cake, but porterhouse with a tea. That's uh, a very popular cake for sharing. And uh, there's another one of some sliced uh, porterhouse there. But before the tea and cake, maybe there's a bit of this that goes on, and, uh, and, or, and perhaps uh, soon there's a bit of this. <laughs> bit of dancing, and like all happy gatherings, someone has to get onto the table. There we go. So that's, uh, if you're not doing a lot at Nolik Barn, look what you're missing out on, uh, you lovely ladies. But going back to the three wise women again, there we go on that picture. And perhaps uh, the older tradition, and there's something for you to read up on, Uh, and there we go, to hell with the housework. Meanwhile, the man at home, um, uh, this is the men, that, uh, what they're up to on the day before returning to work while the women are meeting for their little Christmas. Uh, although in Scotland, this tends to be something more seen on Bridget's Day where the woman gets the day off. So that would be more in my mind. Although they don't do that so much there in Scotland unfortunately. But as far as the lads go, as I was saying, it's the day before work. Uh, so for supper, and even after the, the women's Nolligan and the uh, little Christmas, the gift, which is lunchtime, e afternoon tea, the evening 
this is not so much in Ireland. It is in Donegal, uh, maybe in the north, but certainly in the islands in the west, Argyle, Aragail. Uh, it's the Tatty and the Herring's uh, Suppers. So I'll give you a few wee pictures of variations. and you'll, That looks like uh, kippers on that one. Then that counts. Herring's, it's smoked. Herring is the kippers. And uh, that is more salady style. These are variations on the tatties and herring, which is the celebration supper. And, of course, this tends to uh, be... Uh, this tends to be the uh, the Christmas meal, I suppose, in Scandinavian countries. But this is part down. It's come down to the old Christmas, the epiphany, the end of the Christmas holiday. And uh, there's another one there. That's my. That's the way I like to do the tatties and herring. And I love this uh, the whole thing of sitting around and eating it. There's uh, people getting down to their tatties and herring. Herring. I don't know where the lads gone on that one, but anyway. Apparently, that is an illustration of a bowl of tatties and herring that's been put in. I'd like to go to another bit of a tradition you might be familiar with. I find this is amusing. Nothing to do with Ireland or Scotland or anything local, but it has some link uh, to us. And this is the Befana, uh, Befana character. She's kind of like Santa, and she gives the gifts to the children now at uh, Epiphany time rather than at uh, Christmas time, but I bet the children now get both. They get two sessions of it. But originally this was her gift-giving time, and it's in looking at the witchery time, how that's crossed over from our so on imagery of a witch. Uh, but she wasn't really a witch as such, and she wasn't really a Mother Christmas, but she was a Mother Nature. And... Um, and there's an inspiring reference, uh, if I can find it. Um, I hope I got the picture up. Uh, is she's uh, it's a re with her appearance, it's a reference to the returning new sun. And I hope I've got the picture up for that one. Oh boy, I think uh, I haven't uh, got that. So give me a moment. I'd love to get this up because this is a beautiful imagery of this. Um, if I can find the new sun one. Uh, in my deeper picture collections, where is the new sun? Here she is. Is she? No, is she? This might be her. Let's give this one a a whirl. Um, there we go. It's just coming up for you now. There we go. I think that's more appropriate. Uh, that she's Mother Nature inspired. That's at the bottom of the Christmas tree. Obviously, a model but for the returning of the new sun. Um, but witches, uh, when a lot of the imagery for so on witches are for witches with long, bent noses, and uh, they, I think these women have got that. The long, bent noses are impersonating, uh, that have pimples on them. That actually comes uh, from Befana, the Italian uh, tradition. So we've kind of merged that into our image of witches. I suppose Grimm's put that image of witches into their stories. So that's where the bent-nosed witches, but they're not witches as such. They're the bringers of the sun. So there's something uh, maybe new. There she is hanging from a Christmas tree there. Uh, so, yeah, if, you, if you're not Italian, that might be a fascinating little bit of extra. But they, in ancient Egypt, they referred to this same Epiphany Day as the new birth of the god 
aeon every year, and every year is born from a virgin mother. So it's very much as we're going to be talking about a breed of Bridget's Day, the new birth, the new spring uh, from the mother from the earth. We'll be talking about that at the end of the month. Uh, I like this uh, phrase here, uh, give you, uh, which I think is related to that, out of the water, uh, because reverence was... Reverence was uh, for the water. Um, it's believed at this time the water is at its most healing. Epiphany is not so much now, but for some people it's the time they go to their holy wells, their spring wells, or even bathe. There's a, quite a lot of tradition revived lately for people to dip in the sea and go for a swim, a new year, that's the thing, or, or Christmas now. And I think this is related to this, it's got this light connection to the reverence of water uh, being the most healing. It's where you baptize yourself into the, the new cycle. Uh, so, uh, anyway, I, I like that phrase. So, yeah, here this is uh, one gathering we had. This is at Shannon Pot, uh, a time for the uh, healing. There's a, there is a, uh, if you're on Facebook, if you use the Facebook, there's a lovely group. That's called all, all is Well. And uh, it's uh, All is Well is it's really uh, related to the preservation. It's a wonderful service. They go around and they are uh, the group of people. They're going around all through Ireland trying to get to as many wells as possible and uh, help to preserve them, clean them up because a lot of these holy wells these sacred wells, these ancient uh, springs, they're clogged up, they've been bogged in, filled up, and so these people are trying to revive them with the guidance of archaeologists. And all of February, as I was saying, will be Sunday sessions on the theme of the healing and the magic of water. And even next week, the Divination Sunday sessions, I'm going to focus uh, very strongly on water then. And there's a pool there, and I've brought this up on Sunday sessions a few times about the tradition of women looking into the water, the simple thing of looking for the mates that they're about to meet that year. But it's really to, uh, the divination, what is coming up in the reflection in the water? What is this going to tell about your affirmations? What is this going to mirror back at you? Uh, for your year ahead. So as I say, there's a wonderful Facebook group. I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i got a banner on that. It's run by Sarai uh, Humble, uh, doing leading a fantastic job. She's kind of gone nomad, and uh, she has... Uh, she, she meets up with people, and she encourages local people to observe their wells, look after them, motivates them, and she's been doing this for four years. So it's a wonderful group. Go to the All Is Well group um, and see for yourself. And, and it is fascinating. You might be, if you're in Ireland or visiting, you might be able to help out, see what its situation is, of course, with COVID. It's a bit touchy, but it's still going to be done uh, later this year uh, when this COVID hopefully has faded away a lot more. So uh, wonderful work going on there. Uh, now, back to my pictures. Uh, I, got, I got some people. There's uh, 
uh, some motivation going on there, I think. And and that's our local, uh, it's brilliant, our local well. Now, as new water uh, spreads uh, through the land and the new sap uh, rises up uh, through the trees, there's some lovely bit of sap there, uh, there are maps of holy wells around Ireland, but I recommend instead of being a well visitor, you know, a lot of people, they, they approach these wells, they get a map and they go traveling around the country, they go visiting wells, and uh, I feel that you're missing out if you're just doing that. Uh, if you are fascinated in the holy wells, choose your wells. Choose your local spring well you're, you're, because it's precious. It's come from deep down uh, in the ground. And at this time of year, it really is a whole, a whole focus, a whole cleansing, a personal baptism, a great thing for motivating your affirmations, who you're going to be, what you're going to start on, what is all fresh? What's going to be reborn from you? I will believe in that association. And I don't think you can really divine that within yourself if you actually got a map. Oh, I've been to this holy world today. I think I can get to four or five more today. Let's go around. So what I'm trying to encourage is embrace your local wells. So let's see what you're saying uh, here. Um, now we have uh, Margie, who seems to be enjoying this. Do I speak French? Unfortunately not. I'm hopeless. I haven't spoken for many years. But uh, good morning to you anyway. And I should know good morning in French. Anybody can say good morning in French to this lovely person. Thank you very much. Uh, embarrassing, isn't it? Um, so, uh, yes, lovely. Uh, so someone there from Twitter has come on board. Fantastic. Uh, anyway, sharing the wonder, the mystery, healing, and she in connection with... Uh, with your local water. So, now, there's another organization. I don't think I got the banner up. It's, it's called fairycouncil.ie. I don't think I got a banner for you with that link. But it's all one word, fairy council. Do I have uh, fairy council? No. Anyways, fairycouncil.ie. Lovely destination. Try and look for it. Fairy council, F-A-I-R-E, council.ie. Uh, and it's they're doing a wonderful coverage, a bit like what I'm doing with the the she water and tree folklore. They have little sections. They got a water and well section. They got a, a tree section, which has a bit of orm in it as well. And they have a poet section as well, which uh, we include as well. So all the things we got in Sunday sessions, they've got in a lovely website that's being built up. Uh, so uh, they got Brehan laws as well. They got quite a bit on that and, and bardic practices. So um, I think um, before I uh, bring uh, Cal on, um, Claire, are you around? You're on. Claire, 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 come on. I'm not getting anybody today. Claire. <laughs> Hang on. Are you around, Claire? Yes. Oh, sorry. Here we go. I have a delay. Oh, so right. I'm sorry. It takes 10 seconds uh, before I have a delay. Oh, I think I better come off now. Otherwise, we'll get an echo, I think. Right. And uh, anyway, we'll say hello to Castle. How you doing, Castle? We hello, John. How you doing? Hello. Well, oh, yeah, my friend. Headphone on. 
second here. Can you hear me? Have a quick hello you to me? you. And, uh, we have for a while. Let's get a heads on. No. Um, oops, uh, I got my. So how how are you doing there? Uh, I'm fine, see. John. Ah, great! I can hear you now. Uh, thank okay, you, John. Uh, thank you for being oh, a guest. Arrived. Not a, first of all, uh, my apologies for arriving a wee bit late. How are you, great? Um, can I also say that I very much enjoyed your section on Nolagaman, and no. uh, it made me very, very hungry for some cake and tea at this stage. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> Become an old woman just to join that particular party because some right. of those cakes look delicious. <laughs> I hope you <laughs> kept some. <clears throat> right. Well, yes, I've, oh. I, man, I'm surprised we haven't lost everybody to getting some cake. Anyway, we'll we'll come back to it later. I've got Claire here now. Well, it's lovely. Thanks for being here, and we'll uh, get you on board shortly. There we go. Right, and you got Claire in the background. I've got to rearrange my good self here, I suppose, and stop the hide the headphones so they don't squeak. Um, right, um, a bit of water to start, and we'll get set up. Now, hopefully, we will. Um, well, I'm sure we will. We'll be Karakrory, and we'll go to the biggest tree in Karakrory, which is not a very big tree, uh, but uh, we'll. We'll do a blessing thing outside. Claire will have the folk harp then. Uh, but uh, we're in a very special classical place. So Claire is with the special classical harp. And let's see if we can. Uh, we're trying to get make sure because I've only got one microphone. Say hello to Claire here. Um, uh, you're in the dark, I think. Let's see if we can brighten you up a bit. Um, uh, oh, no, we're taking the other way around. There we go. There we go. We um, we haven't done this for years, and uh, we we kind of took this to. This is one I learned. So there's various uh, whistling songs uh, for blessing the trees, and there's there's really I think two basic tunes that people use, but they tend to adapt the the words that they pick up locally, and you, they're not lucky to have a harp, they, and they're not uh, and. Obviously, most of the time they're not in tune because it's a chant and it's a blessing. And there are three uh, verses. Uh, where is my? Oh, yeah, better have the equipment for this. Um, right, right. There uh, we go. I have, if I can get myself in position, got my cider here, got the bread. <laughs> so let's. Uh, I think. Let's see if we can get. Uh, into uh improvise through this uh for a little bit of um wassailing so the first one is uh, i'm not going to pour it on the floor claire so <laughs> we should actually be pouring on the roots so Sanj, uh give a bit of a wet the whistle uh here we go and uh so let's see what we got yeah so here we go sing along if you can Here's some cider that we give to thee And thank you again, our dear old apple tree Boy, we all know our dear cider 
Should we try that again? We're playing at 16 RPM. Let's try that again. Uh, here are some seeds that we give to thee to thank you again, our dear old apple tree. May your buds blossom well so more apples can dwell. Our hats full, caps full, pockets full, and aprons full. Well, here is some fresh bread that we bake today to hold in your mouths and not take away. Do sing along. <laughs> now we can drink to thee. Wish you good health, dear tree. Every bough, every twig, bless you now for apples big. So here we come, a whistling among the leaves are green. Here we come, a whistling where all of us are seen. Bringing love and share with you, and bless with whistle too. Protect us all from ill and pain. So next year, let's all meet here again. And that is a wee bit of semi. I impersonated the drunkenness on that one. <laughs> so, so thank you uh, to uh, Claire there. Let's, let's, see if, uh, let's see what you made of that. <laughs> so it's great to, uh, there's some, certainly a lot of binging going around for that. We've got the whole world celebrating with that. Yes, yeah, so well, it is a delightful song. <laughs> thank you, John. I uh, will have uh, the outdoor recorded version next week. But that, that was lovely. Thank you very much, Claire. Uh, and at least it was an excuse. We've got to get more Claire on with uh, more of the subjects coming up. I think with the divination next uh, week, we'll have a, a bit of an excuse to uh, have Claire guesting, which will be fantastic. Um, and there's Limar here. Happy New Year to you. Great. And... Uh, Lovely well at Corona, uh, definitely parking access uh, across the road at Corona uh, Graveyard. Uh, yes, lovely. I, uh, and that would be, you know, for a lot of people, that's a, a lovely one. Uh, I, I kind of have comments with the Corona, and I miss. They had a lot of things at the um, well there that uh, were very old traditions, and when they restored the well, they took them a lot of them away. They did a lovely job of the well there at Corona. But unfortunately, they took away where the priest used to come up uh, the stream uh, so he wouldn't leave his footprints, and they've got Colbert there instead. Uh, the Bolland Stone was taken away uh, from that stream, which would have been important in ancient times, and then put on a pedestal. I don't know what that was about. So, uh, But the one by us, uh, they don't have those toys anymore. We don't even have a Bolland Stone, but we do have 24... We do have right around the year very uh, fresh water. But we all get passionate and protective of our own wells, or we should do, really. So thank you for that, uh, Marjorie. Uh, great. There's Sherry, uh, who's there. Uh, thank you so much, John and Claire. Delightful. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Lamar then. And uh, uh, Alaska Yeah, that's a confusing thing. Um, 
Yeah, I'm a bit of a, a wandering bard, I suppose you would say. Uh, where am I from? Born in Yorkshire. Um, uh, then there was a, a spell on the Isle of Man in Scotland. Uh, my father sent me to school in um, Hertfordshire. I was there for a while. First job was in Somerset for four years, uh, really, and um, working there. Then there was a sort of a year uh, Herefordshire. Then it was raising a family on the Isle of Mull. was there a while. And then it was, I was a late mature student uh, and doing a degree uh, based at uh, an annex in Caithness. Then, then there was the USA for several years, um, doing research and development with herb stuff and, uh, and then catering. Then it was Ireland. So I, it's certainly a mix. So everywhere I go, picking up the stories. And I must admit, that's why you get a lot of a fusion because. Uh, I would get into stories. I would also on the side do retreats. So uh, there's a lot of comparison. And what you will notice is a lot of what I talk about. It's a fusion very much of the west of Scotland, Argyll, the era Gale, which is really uh, the Gales very much in the same origin as the people that uh, landed for quite a while, the tree people uh, in the island. So it's interesting to see the stories, still the same ones told, uh, but just little variations that are localized because people can travel as easy as we have now. And uh, But then you go around the world, you get the same stories, don't you? And it's uh, different locations, different people, different settings. So I love, uh, to me, I love that whole uh, international uh, sharing that we have in stories. And I must admit, I do fuse them. And the traveling bards did the same. Uh, a lot of people, I think, they say, you should stick to the traditions of your area. And I think I pointed it out last week. If you look into it, traditions of the area, they've perhaps been duplicating them for the last 200 years because there's been very firm sort of church instruction and keep to the church, very much so, I think. And, of course, that's gone through the schools. It's gone through the culture. And I've gone to people who follow the traditions and uh, introduce some older stuff that I know. Oh, that's too old to be a traditional. No, we only stick to the traditional. That, that's too old. So <laughs> I fuse stuff. Though, so that it upsets a few people. But I like the idea of the unity of uh, how these sort of things come together. Especially now as uh, there are people that are being forced refugees. And when refugees settle in a place, what do they do? Well, they got they got their traditions to share. They got their food to share, and they don't want to just keep it to themselves. They want to. What have you got? And I'll show you what we've got. And I, I love that integration, if we allow it, because even anywhere we are, we, uh, we're all got ancestors who were immigrants to the land that we we're on. That tends to be uh, my. Uh, that's my approach uh, to it. I, I'm not very much a nationalist, and I'm not very good at that. Uh, so, anyway, away from the politics, this is not a political show. So, <laughs> I'll try and get away. Uh, a hobbit. Sherry is a hobbit. Okay, glad, I'm glad you shared that. Sherry, uh, I agree. Um, <laughs> I won't be on video. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Two weeks, we'll have another go. Storms might be past. <clears throat> oh, that's all that singing and drinking, isn't it? Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Now, uh, Panel, let's get our panel on. Our panel on is cattle. And uh, uh, so well, let's get uh, 
uh, Castle McTrainor here, and we'll get him up properly uh, because uh, and uh, it's great that we have some quality time. Um, we've had uh, Castle on before. He shared some great poems, very moving, and um, very much poems of the present. And I think I've seen something of his for the start of the year. So, hello again, Castle. I got the earplugs in again. How you doing again? Hello, right. John. How are you, right. my friend? Right, I can hear you. Yeah. And uh, as I say, we don't exactly have a panel, but, but if anybody uh, wants to uh, clip in uh, to what we've got, uh, if I can get that up again, I uh, kind of lost it. Uh, I couldn't have deleted it. There we go. If you want to join in with us live, do be brave. Don't be shy. There's the uh, link. Uh, so join the panel if you can. But, um, Gavel, you, uh, yes, am, I, am I right that I saw a poem of yours for this year, for this opening of this year? Yes. Uh, are, uh, you, yes, are, are you in a position to share it? Uh, yes, I should be able to share it with you, my friend. Um, um, if I can just find it for you, I will definitely do that. Right, great. Uh, bear with me. Um, uh, uh, sorry about that, John. Uh, you caught me a bit off guard there. Uh, I didn't think. Oh, yeah, I did. I suppose as you're looking for it. Uh... Yeah, you can put me off air for a moment and I'll John. Okay. Um, we'll, get, we'll come back to you in a moment. Yes, we'll come back. Boy, this is like doing the news broadcast. We'll come back to you in a moment. Uh, but we got some breaking news uh, coming up. And now. Uh, as you know, I'm creating the She Water and Tree Folklore course to take these subjects uh, much further for you. And for a while, I'm not going to charge for the course. I think most of you, I'm sort of repeating the same thing, but I'll bring it up anyway. Uh, that uh, what, uh, how to get on this course, and I'm, I'm kind of moving ahead. And generally, I'm going to be focusing on the uh, posting up the first tutorial videos and support for those. Uh, so this is going to uh, just sub to subscribe to the course because I'm not going to charge a course fee. It's through the Patreon page, uh, Woodland Bard there. There's the link, uh, just a euro, dollar or a pound a month and, uh, or whatever you can afford or what you feel it's worth. And these, uh, the revenue from this, it covers the subscriptions I need to do to keep this uh, service on the go because I'm using StreamYard and uh, there are various toys for bringing up videos when I have videos for doing the, the kind of live people a bit like Zoom and uh, also for the pictures, short videos, all these sort of little toys I throw up for you. So I have to pay for those and there's other little subscriptions. And then, of course, we've got the Karakrori, uh Labyrinth Gardens and that helps to keep that funded for when the people come so this is all helped by your subscriptions and donations. So thank you for your support uh, to enable me to continue these projects. And the, uh, the upcoming course media will be uh, videos, podcasts, slides, ebooks, and then we'll have some Zoom circles as we congregate around the course. 
and there'll be some assignments, optional assignments. This is not going to be the sort of thing where you got a, you'll get a certificate. Oh, look, I've qualified in that. But I think for people who are regulars, there will be something special to recognize that you are following through this stuff. So I'll definitely do something. But I don't like the formality that makes – I'm now into the elitism of education, if you understand what I mean by that. And I'll, when you subscribe, I'll message you from time to time to explain about access and how to use the course. So thanks for being subscribers and keeping the show going. Let's see how uh, Cattle's up to here. How are you doing there, Cattle? Uh, is, are you raring to go? Yes, I have that poem that you mentioned. Oh, um, great. So it's, it's great to hear that first. Yes. That, you know, it's called New Year 2021. January the 1st. 2020 is frozen in the past and part of memory now. 2021 is green-shooted, soft as newborn time, present and its future yet to blossom. May 2021 break pandemic's chain. May health, happiness and blessings be the new county we shall feel the warmth of an embrace again in a world without fear. So that was that small little poem, John. Ah, great. Thank you very much for that. Now, this was to be a, a panel uh, for people to talk about their affirmations. Uh, something a little bit special this year because, of course, the whole world is battling how they maneuver their life around this, uh, uh, this virus and... Uh, Get, whether or not a uh, person is you're going to go ahead for the uh, vaccine. Yeah, obviously, I'm not making political sides on that one. It's up to a person's choice as far as I'm concerned. But what have, how do you saw your year ahead? What's your affirmation? How are you going to be? What is the way you're well, looking forward to living this year? Well, John, um, I've been very interested in your program so far, particularly talking around about wells and... Uh, wooded places um that has always been an attraction to me as well as mountains but particularly the woods and wells for the coming year i suppose we will all be mindful of the fact of this pan pandemic but i i positive it will take love and it will take uh, community and just uh, together unselfishly to wear our masks and keep our distance and we will get to it so I'm hoping for another year of new renewal it's a new beginning John isn't it it's another chance it's another time yeah. to achieve what we want to achieve to realize some of our dreams and to uh, and to be mindful of the earth and, and, and our husbandry of it and particularly That's the, the, the wood that's the one thing, uh, and it looks like you've noticed it. I think the huge plus of this whole pandemic is how it slowed people down to actually look at what's yeah, around yeah. them, because that's the only thing they can involve themselves with. And I'm amazed how many lawns have been dug up, and either they've got gardens, uh, food gardens in them, or they've done a permaculture food forest, or they've just let it go wild and they've planted trees. But people have really looked at what's around them and uh okay 
uh, how can I be much closer to this? I think intimacy is something that's really come to the fore. And as you were talking about love as well. Uh, yeah. th there's been more of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I I hope. and I hope that's what we'll look back on uh, when this is out of the way, that we won't look back at it on, oh, that was a year of disease, that was a year of pandemic. I hope we can look them back at 220. Yeah, that was the that was the year when people discovered the earth. They discovered where they lived. They discovered what was really precious to them. That uh, it wasn't the consumerism. It was what was outside their window, what they could sense, what they could touch. Because though people couldn't hug people, they could play with their soil. Uh, they could play with their flowers and their trees. And they could learn about these things. And I think that's been a wonderful thing of this past 20. And I hope 21 doesn't lose that. I hope we can integrate the freedom from the disease and integrate that intimacy that we've had. That, that's my f feeling on that. Is there anybody well, else would like to join in? Hmm. Yeah, carry on. No, I... I, I... I think the isolation has probably engendered that that new feeling you're hoping is beginning to spread. I think people have been forced to be quiet. They've been forced to be in silence. They've been forced, in some instances, to be on their own, um, and they've had to deal with the with silence, with the, the separation from you know the mad maddening world, the maddening world that we have been subjected to of rush and. And of course, the, for money yeah, and, you know. yeah, the other side of this and this brought up is the mental issues, the, the loneliness, yeah. the stress, the fear, and uh, the anxiety, of course, is um, you sort of, I feel for those people who, who fall, have fallen into that and they don't know how to get out of that. Of course, my own feeling is, well, uh, go and plant some flowers, but, you know, that when people are in that mental health state, you can't just say, I'll go and do something and snap out of it because, you know, that's, that's not nice. Um, but I, that's one thought. If anybody's got comments on this, because I imagine from people, you viewers here uh, who may be left, that some of you have got into some wonderful projects, a beautiful reading about them, and others amongst you, it's been a horrible, stressful time, especially you, uh, for people and uh, I know they've got other illnesses. They're having to fit in with their their cancer and their growth and other issues. And they've got to fit into the hospital and care system along with the COVID people. And that's horrifically stressful. And it's been a concern of myself because of having strokes a year ago. They're trying to, you know, I, uh, I, I have a sort of feeling for that. So if there's anybody for comments on that, uh, please uh, post them or come on live. But Catherine, yourself, how have you been keeping? How are you just now? Well, yeah, I, I think it's a fair, fair point you make, John. Um, people who are not used to being on their own or dealing with silence or dealing with uh, separation from the herd, if you will, from, from being social, being going out on a regular basis. I agree with you. That will be a big challenge for a lot of people. Not a major problem for me, John. Um, I'm used to being on my own. Um, I, I'm quite happy with my garden and where I am, uh, writing, reading. Um, it, it, it's, it's not a problem for me, per se. 
but I can definitely concur with you and say that uh, uh, it is a general case that uh, people are not used to being on their own. It's been a big challenge for them for the last year, and uh, um, they need support, and people need to uh, understand that they're not alone. That's where this technology comes in, I think, John. Zoom and WhatsApp and applications like that. It's allowing people to actually uh, together with yeah, that's uh, that's uh, it's certainly become the sort of a Zoom generation, and um, and that's interesting because we've got Janak here. Uh, it's me talking about uh, guards on the outside, and uh, there is her. She's uh, been growing a YouTube channel. She's been getting into a harp music, and of course myself, I've been getting into learning how to do streaming, and uh, that's a whole new thing. I've tried to. Uh, it's been on the back boiler for years. Oh, I'd love to learn to do that. And so uh, we, we've we been learning new crafts, I think, and that's been another wonderful thing. So uh, bring your comments uh, in because uh, I'm going to have uh, – we're uh, done the hour or so, so I'm going to have move on. But thank you for your contribution there, uh, Cattle. Lovely to see you again, and I hope we'll get uh, with you again uh, soon another time. You're looking great. Uh uh, so uh, it's a pleasure. I'm glad you you came on board and you uh, shared your feelings for 2021. All the best, great health, uh, fantastic. We'll see you again. Right, uh, it's lovely again. I'm glad Catherine came on board, uh, and uh, I love these uh, kind of uh, sort of gentle uh, application and thoughts and wishes and affirmations coming up for this uh, year ahead. Uh, and uh, we got another one. Oh, this Claire has, has gone into another place, and uh, she loved what, uh, listening cattle too. Fantastic! Yeah, I agree. That was uh, that really was a great thing. So let's tell you what's coming up. Um, we got some uh, mixed uh, mixed old bag of sessions uh, coming up. Let's see if I got this. Uh, next week, next on the tenth of January, we have. Uh, the divination, and it's not going to be the OM. We had a separate thing uh, with the OM, didn't we? And um, we, uh, it's going to, there's going to be a continuation of the water. It's going to be a lot of water divination. But think of uh, how you do divination. Uh, it's a thing that people would think about as well as uh, going on diets and operation transformation and stuff like that. Divination seems to be in the thoughts of a lot of people uh, right now. But that's uh, that's coming up on the 10th. And then uh, the 17th, uh, we've got Labyrinth. I haven't really done anything on Labyrinth and Labyrinth things. So uh, that's when you can join in and your Labyrinth experiences. And that's the beginnings of the Dancing Lady Herb Spiral Labyrinth, one of the Labyrinth Gardens at Karakrori. Um, but... Uh, be nice if we can be in the tree labyrinth. We'll see how it goes because the weather's supposed to get milder here around the 17th of January. Sap will be rising, so we'll see what we can do there. But that's all about labyrinth, the whole culture of labyrinth thing, not just walking labyrinths, but how we might use the vision of labyrinths uh, to make our decisions and uh, work our way through things, uh, through the ebbs and flows that we have. And then we got uh, 24th of January. We're back onto one of the OM ones. And uh, I'm going to be sharing the OM, the Iona's scribe story, because that's how I entered into the uh, the understanding and the wonder of OM 
was through a scribe story. So I'll share that. And as I say, we were, I once tried to do all the OM in one session. It needed hours, so I split this up uh, quite a bit. So that's uh, coming up on the 24th. Uh, and then from then, as I say, most of February will be going into water folklore. And then March will really be going into not only tree folklore, but the practicalities of uh, tree planting, uh, your tree sanctuary. We're coming right back into it in your connection with trees. So that's going to be a dedication right through March. And then April, the better weather comes and or we'll, uh, we'll see what we uh, come in for there. So let's have a, a wee word. Uh, any more comments? So what would you like to do? Um, here we go. Terribly miss traveling. And as soon as I can, I will get the vaccine and travel again. Where do you want to return to Ireland? Well, I appreciate, Donna, that you actually returned to Ireland over the airwaves just about every Sunday. So that, uh, that it's very kind of you to be uh, so dedicated to these sessions. As as for many of you uh, here, it's turned into quite a, a community. So thank you. And I appreciate that you spend the time uh, sharing on that. And please think about, oh, God, there's Bridget here uh, has popped in. Um, yeah, she's been very busy, Bridget. It's incredible. We've got the most stunning garden. And I think I've said it in the past with <laughs> uh with Torah people, Bridget's one of these people, she's got something Taurus, and it's as if she walks out into the garden, waves a wand, boom, there's a garden, uh, and it's the most spectacular place, uh, and uh, uh, it's just, uh, it's her, you know, it, her in the garden is just one creature, it's, uh, it's, it's a, sim what's it called, symbosis or something, absolutely beautiful, thank you for tuning in there, uh, Bridget. Uh, daily yoga project make roman blinds that's a different one and that's it you're always on a new project and accomplishing it uh, well uh, it's, it's phenomenal life you live so thanks for uh, adding that uh, and then donna was saying uh, a few good things online gathering sessions have been a highlight so i think for a lot of people thank you for that even before everything shut down, we were having trouble getting our community together. It is a tough one getting the community together, isn't it? To get in there, get them inspired. Uh, and new connections, of course. I uh, More people are kind of probably more fired up for community things now, but they're not going to because they don't want to spread, they don't want to spread any kind of uh, virus onto each other. So uh, it's a tough one, but... Let's hope there will be more community spirit uh, fired up, that we don't just get clogged up into the the old consumption ways of before. Let's integrate. It's nice to have the treats, of course, that when we're allowed to do that. Everybody would like to go to a restaurant and a cafe and and give themselves a, buy themselves a nice little treat and and share gifts with people. Of course, that's lovely. But it's it's nice that that's going to be in the spirit of meaning and passion rather than a quick fix, I suppose you would say. So uh, thank you for your comments. Thank you for joining in. I'm well over time as usual. Uh, thank you. Sorry we didn't get more uh, again. I'd, I'd like to ask you, a lot of you will be watching this uh, after later because this is instantly archived. So please keep commenting if you're watching later. I'll keep checking um, and subscribe. Click the bells that you see on YouTube and Facebook. So you get reminded of the details of the next Sunday sessions. Uh, so thank you all and uh, wishing you again the most loveliest uh, 
a week, uh, the loveliest time, uh, this early freshness of the uh, 2021, uh, even though it's a bit of an artificial time, but I've gone into that other weeks. Happy and blessed 2021 anyway. It's got to be for everyone. So until next Sunday, play well, and thank you for being here. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. <laughs>